So we're holding with Daphnan Vav in Yuma. We are on Daphnan Vav Amid Beis, five lines down from the bottom, Elimid Tariayo. The underlying question that the Gemara is dealing with is why Rabbi Huda doesn't allow for two stands in the Beis HaMignosh, one to hold the blood of the par and one to hold the blood of the sire. Now yesterday, to try to answer this up, we introduced the concept of someone who has to bring a pair of birds as a chiyuv, as a carbon. So for example, a zav, zav, yoyledes. And one's an oila, one bird is an oila, one bird is a chatos. So Rabbi Huda, according to Rabbi Huda, there's no collection box for it in the Beis HaMignosh. Um, because we are worried that if the owner dies, his money will not be allowed to be brought as a carbon, and so all of the money in that box will have to be thrown out, even from the other people who are still alive. So the Gemara said, why don't we say, Breira, that the mo- we'll pull out two coins, and we'll say, these are the coins that belong to that guy, and everyone else's money could be used, and that guy's money will be set aside and destroyed. So the Gemara tried to answer, because Rabbi Huda doesn't hold a Breira. So... That's where we come in. Yesterday, we tried to bring a raya that Rabbi Yudha doesn't hold the Breira, but we fell off of that case. So now, Elamid the Tani Ayos. The Gemara says, I'll bring you a raya that Rabbi Yudha doesn't hold the Breira from a Brisa that Ayo taught. The Tani Ayo, Ayo said in a Brisa. Rabbi Yudha and Rabbi Yudha says, That we're talking about a case here of Erevin. So if you recall back in Masechtas Erevin, somebody wanted to make an Erev Tchumen, that he could walk, he would stretch his two additional 2,000 Amis in one direction. Now, there was a Tzadik coming to the town nearby to speak, and he wanted to go and hear the drasha from the tzaddik, but he didn't, he didn't know it was the tzaddik coming to the town to the east and the town to the west. So he said he could set an era of both, one to the east and one to the west, and make a condition that if the tzaddik comes to the east, my Erev is to the east, and if he comes to the west, my Erev is to the west. Fine. We said that works. But then we said a second case. If there's two tzaddikim coming, one is coming to the east and one is coming to the west, but the guy who's making the Erev doesn't know yet which one he wants to go to. He'll decide it Shabbos morning. So he puts an of both to the east and the west, and he makes the same condition. He says, if I decide tomorrow I want to go to the east, then the of to the east works. And if I decide tomorrow I want to go to the west, the of to the west works. So we said that Rabbi Yehuda says it doesn't work. The Chamim say it works. Rabbi Yehuda says it doesn't work. So you see from there that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold a Breira. Now the Gemara is going to ask, well, if he doesn't hold a Breira, then why does it work in the first case? So let's see the Gemara. So the Tani Ayo, Ayo said in the Brais, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, No, a person cannot make a condition about two tzaddikim coming to speak simultaneously. But only if there's one tzaddik coming, he could say, he could make the condition, if the tzaddik comes to the town to the east, my erv is to the east. But to the west, my erv is to the west. But if there's two tzaddikim coming and he wants to decide on Shabbos morning which erv works, that doesn't work. What do you see? Brera, he doesn't hold the Brera. But fact, the Gemara Vavina, but we asked over there, why, according to Rabbi Yehuda, if there's two tzaddikim coming, it doesn't work. Clearly, he doesn't hold the Brera. So, so why if there's even one, only one tzaddik coming and he, he's going to decide whether the tzaddik comes to the east or the west, there the Erev will work. So the Gemara says, uh, and, and obviously you need Breira on that. So, because the Chacham already arrived. In other words, he's not relying on Breira. The reason why it works is because he may, he, on Erev Shabbos, this is what the guy says. The guy says, if the tzaddik comes to the east, my Erev is to the east. Now, on Erev Shabbos, the tzaddik already came to one of the towns. He's either in the east or the west. This guy doesn't know yet which town the tzaddik came to. But the Erev already took effect from before Shabbos. He, the guy who made the Erev, just doesn't know yet which Erev took effect. He'll find out in the morning which one took effect. But he's not relying on Breira. Breira says on Shabbos morning, retroactively, the Erev goes into effect. 
But that, that's why to tzaddikim it doesn't work because the guy is first deciding on, on Shabbos morning which one retroactively should work. But when there's one tzaddik, the Erev already took effect on Erev Shabbos. Wherever the tzaddik went, that Erev took effect. He doesn't know which Erev took effect. He's finding out on Shabbos morning which Erev took effect already on Erev Shabbos. So you see from there, the Rebbe Huda doesn't hold the Breira. And so the Gemara says that's the reason why you can't have a collection box for a pair of birds that you're obligated because if the owner dies and he has chatas money in there, you can't say you can't use Breira to take out money, and therefore you're gonna to have to spill out everyone's money, and so therefore you hand the money for the pair of birds to the Kayin. So the Gemara says, now that we said the Rebuda doesn't hold the Breira, so Haksiva Islay. But regarding writing on the boxes, he does allow. This is back to yesterday. We talked about the Mishnah in Shkalim that says that you could write on the boxes in the base of Migdash. You write, Teklan Chadatin, Teklan Atikin. You write, Gaiz Leoilas, right? You can write different things on the boxes. So if he holds that you could write different things on the boxes, so back to our underlying question on Yom Kippur, why don't we say, let's take two golden stands. We'll write on one of them a pay for par. We'll write on the other one a sin for sayer. And then you'll know, the Kayin will know which one is the par and which one is the sayer, and he won't mix the two up. So therefore, you don't need, you don't need to, um, uh, therefore, why doesn't Rabbi Yehuda allow for two stands? So Gemara says, and why is that better? Because that way he can use the right hand for the entire Avaidah. He'll first put down the, the blood of the sayer and then pick up the blood of the par. So the Gemara says, Because the Kayin Gadol is very weak and he's not going to have in mind to check properly. So even though it'll say in a big letter on top of pay or a sin, he won't check it because he's weak. He'll lose track and he might mix them up. The Gemara says, Because if you're not going to say the Rebbe Yehuda's worried that he's going to mix up the stands, even though the letter is right there, then then even without writing, you also shouldn't, you sh the Kayan Gadol should be able to tell the two bloods apart. Why? Because there's, there's clear differences between the blood of the par and the blood of the sire. First of all, there's a lot more blood when it comes to a bull. Obviously, a bull is bigger, has a lot more blood. So when he's makabel the blood, the amount of blood that's going to be in the, in the, in the keli that has the par is going to be a lot more. It's going to be a lot more uh, um, ounces or liters, however many, however much blood it is, but it's going to be a lot more in size than the blood of the par. And so maybe he'll tell me, yeah, but maybe he didn't get all of the blood from the par. A lot of it went on the floor and he only got half and that's why it's the same size as the sire. But the Gemara says, but that can't work because the guy who does the shechita has to get all the blood. He can't. Why? Did you have to get everything? So, okay, so maybe you'll say, you know what? When he did the Kabbalah, he got all the blood. But you know what the problem is? Some of it afterwards spilled out, which would be okay because the Kabbalah was done with everything and he spilled out a lot of it. Uh, uh, um, afterwards, and so that's why the soyer blood and the par blood are the same, are the same size, have the same uh, uh, volume of liquid in them. But the Gemara says, yeah, but there's still a clear difference between them. The blood of the goat is a pale shade of red. The blood of the bull is a very uh, a sharp uh, a red color. And so therefore, just by looking at the blood, you should be able to tell the difference. Elamai. So why doesn't Rabbi Yehuda allow for a second stand? Because Kangadol's weak, he won't be able to realize the difference. Uh, his, he, or he won't bear in mind to check. And So too, when it comes to putting up a label of a pay or a sin to tell the difference between the two stands, Rabbi Yehuda's concerned that the Kangadol won't check properly or won't notice it properly. And therefore, he doesn't allow for two stands. 
So the Gemara now says that in the times of Rava, someone went to Davin the Shliach Tzibur, went to Davin Mosov, and during the Mosov, just like nowadays, he was saying over the Avoidah, the Yom Kippur Avoidah, just like we do. So the Gemara says, Ahu kamei Rava. There was a Chazan that went up in front of Rava, and Omar, this is how he described the Avoidah. He says, He put the blood on the second stand, and then he says, He took the blood of the bull and put down the blood of the goat. Now, there's a problem here, because Amalei, Rav said to him, one of your statements is like the Rabbanon, because you said there were two stands, that's only the Rabbanon, but then you said he puts down the blood of the, he picks up the blood of the bull and then puts down the blood of the goat. According to the Rabbanon, that wouldn't happen. First, you would put down the blood of the goat and then pick up from the second stand. Who's the one that says first you pick up and then you put down? That's Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Huda says there's only one stand. So your statements are contradicting each other. One is like Rabbi Huda and one is like the Rabbanon. So therefore, Rava told him, Since you're saying there were two stands like the Rabbanon, so say that what happened in the Avoyna is he put down the blood of the goat and then picked up the blood of the par. Then the Mishnah said that he sprinkles out after he's done Lefnai Velefnim in the Kaddish Kaddashim, he goes out and then opposite to Parechas, he does the same thing, opposite to Makam where the Aaron is. So Gemara wants to know what's the source for, for sprinkling the Dam, Achas Lamayla Veshev Lamata, also opposite to Parechas. So Tanur Rabban, Mechein Yasel Oel Mayed. So the Pasuk says, after talking about the Avoida in the Kaddish Kaddashim, in Achremais, it says, Vechein Yasel Oel Mayed, Hashoichin Itam Besoich Tumaisam. So the Chen Yasel Almaid, you should also do it in the Almaid in the Kodesh. What's the Torah teaching us? In other words, why does it say Yase? Chen Yase. Could just say the Chen Ba Almaid. Why the Chen Yase? Shem Shemazel if Nai Vilifnim. Kach Mazel Vehechol. Just like you sprinkle in the Kodesh Kodesh, so do you sprinkle in the Hechol. Malif Nai Vilifnim. Achzamayla Veshevel Amata Midam Apar. And just like inside, you do once above and seven below with the dam of the bull. You do the same thing in the Kodesh. And also, just like you do it also inside with the Dhamma de Sawyer, so you do it in the Hechel. So V'chein Yasa teaches you that every, exactly the way you did it in the Kodesh Kodeshim, you do it in the, in the, in the Hechel opposite the, the, by the Proiches opposite the Aaron. The Gemara says, then the Pasuk said, that God dwells with the Yidin even amongst their Tumah. So, meaning, even at a time when we're when we're metame, Hashem is still with us. So, Amalei Yehud Stuki to Reb Chanina. So, Stuki once said to Reb Chanina, "Hash the bari Certainly, now that you Yidden are in Golos, you're certainly impure, and therefore the Shechina certainly left you. Because why? Because it says in Eicha that Tomasa that this is referring to a Nida that a Nida has a stain; it gets on her beged. Similarly, it says Vaklai Yisrael Tomasa Bishuleha, her Toma, her Kesem, her stain is Bishuleha is on her is on the hem of her clothing. So since you Klai Yisrael are in our Bitoma now, so certainly the Shechina won't be near you. So because the Shechina obviously is Tahar. So Amalei Reb Chanina said to him, "It's not true." Tachazi Mike Sivbahu. Look what it says about the Yid, and it says, "Hashayichin itam b'sayich tamasam." That God is with us even b'sayich tamasam. I feel it was manchayin tamei and shchina shruya b'neiand. Even when we're mitame, the shchina is still amongst us, and so therefore you're wrong. The shchina still rests among Klai Yisrael, even though we are in Galus.